world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Hi, welcome back to our Soulful Leader Podcast. This is episode two. And it's just so wonderful to be here together with Marin and having you all out there listening. And I just want to say, you know, we picked up from what is a soulful leader? What is it and what is it not? And we'd like to talk a little bit about presencing, you know, what the attributes are. And this isn't about being perfect. In fact, it's it's not even about perfect. It's about an intention. It's about a desire of wanting and longing to be a better leader, whether that is to a child, a loved one, a volunteer, a but, and even to yourself, but to be able to leave leave a place better than what we found it. And sometimes being, you know, that leader to ourselves is one of the hardest things we, we ever come over. So we're going to talk a little bit about presencing and possibilities and, you know, follow up a little bit from last week. I know we kind of left you all with a question of, about looking back and and asking who are the people who are the people in your neighborhood that inspired or lifted you up that were the leaders and what were their qualities what did uh, what did you discover and Marin did you have a chance to look into that I did I I thought about a couple of different people and one of them that really stood out was um, an art teacher that I had in college and. I think the biggest thing for me around it is in high school, I went to an all boys high school and I was the first graduating class of girls of, uh, you know, there was, there were, I was the fourth year of girls. So we were the first year of girls that went from freshman year all the way through to graduation. And my high school, teacher was not real thrilled with having girls at the all boys boys school he was one of the old guard he didn't want that and at one point he actually said to me to do the world of art a favor and get out of it which i did i took it quite personally um and when i got to college it took me about four years to process that internally and um my first two years of college i was searching didn't know what i wanted and i just decided i missed art for myself and so i went back into the art world and was like well even if i suck i'll at least do it for myself right (laughs) and this woman who ran the art department actually looked at me she's like wow where have you been And I thought about last week when you asked us that question, I really thought about the impact that both of those people had on me. And they did, you know, I mean, both leaders in my life and both of them, what what were the attributes there? And one of them was coming from anger and disgruntledness, right? And 
shared that with me <laughs> and I took it on. So that's my, that's on me to, to have done that. It took me a while to, to sort through it and I did. And the other one was coming from an inclusive, loving place. And I don't think that my art was that spectacular. I think that it was just, she understood that there were people, that people are people, it's not about their art. And like, where have you been? Welcome to our community, welcome back, right? Um, and to me, that is a soulful leader, somebody who steps up and steps in to make a difference in somebody else's life. Absolutely. Like that part of it's not what they do, it's how they do it. It's the reason behind and that it comes from a place of love and respect, which are definitely attributes of a soulful leader. And ultimately love and respect that everybody has their own unique their own unique unfolding that which means their own unique unfolding in the way of expression, but also timing. And I had a similar experience growing up. I had, um, I think of someone who really inspired me was actually my gymnastic coach when I was um, a teenager at that time. And one of the things she always said to me is that can't is not a word. And what she meant by that is that there was a better way of asking for help and to take the choice of like, oh, I just can't do that was a very disempowering way of being in this world. And she said, a better question would be is, how can I make this happen? Mm. She said, if, if it's coming from a place of a longing in your heart, there's always a way to make something happen. It, it may not look like the way you think it's going to look like, but it's really about opening yourself up to ask for help and allow that it's not just about you receiving the help. It's it, it's it's what we talk about leadership, isn't it? It's like in those qualities that it isn't about an ego. It's about that we're all in this together and that no one fails alone and no one succeeds alone. And so how can we all come together and lift each other up in a better way, in a new way? And she was also my biology teacher too. So it changed my whole world of science at, at that time, I'm like, you know, I really enjoyed her and really trusted her and looked up to her. And it was one of those reasons that I went into university to take, you know, physical education is because she inspired me. Yeah. And I, th I think all of us have somebody in our life when we look at that and those attributes, like what you see. Yeah. I think one of the things that you said was um, at the asking for help attribute and there's been this, this sense around leadership, right? A leader is supposed to know. They're the, the buck stops here. They're the ones with all the answers. And so there's this shame that happens around, if I don't know and I'm a leader, oh my God, what do I do, right? And it's so amazing. I know that uh, you have an acronym for shame, don't you? Oh, yes. Should have already mastered everything. Right. Yeah. I know. I love that because that's right. That's what leaders feel. It's like we, you know, if we're in a leadership position and we talked last week about the difference between an actual leader and someone in a leadership position. And oftentimes it's the same thing, but 
when we're in that leadership position, we do feel like we should have already mastered everything. And so then we put ourselves in shame and, and then we call ourselves not a leader because we're, uh, or we think we're not good enough. right? Right. So this piece of being able to ask for help of that, that's actually a beneficial and it is an attribute of a leader. A leader is somebody who is able to ask for help. That's a whole different, like a, a total paradigm shift, right? Like, really? We ask for help? Yeah, we do. That's so key. We're in it together. And you know, this whole part of the soulful leader, it's a paradox. It's like, it isn't a title. It isn't a station. It's an actual state within oneself, inside, inside, in one's own heart of going, I'm committed to being the best I can be, not from my ego, but the best I can be so that I can help be and lift others up. Like this is, it's a very different. So it's also even like what I say about the the paradox. It's like part of our old world is, oh, we're supposed to have it all already figured out. And the other part of the new world is like, no, we're meant to do this out, figure it out, not figure it out, but to create it out together that each one of us is this unique, you know, music note or this unique thread or this unique flavor that when we all come together, creates the most beautiful piece of art. And that's what, that's what it is. But it's like, we, it's, it's, it's letting go and letting come at the same time. It's, it's doing and being at the same time. It's this whole shift. It's not about do, 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 do. It's actually about being, and what does that really mean? Because we haven't really practiced that, have we? No, we really haven't. And I, I love the way that you put that, of saying that instead of always the outer doing, 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 right? If I think about uh, if my role as a leader is, a soulful leader, is to empower and inspire somebody that may not have anything to do with something that I do. It's how I am around them. Right. And with yourself as well, very much who I am with myself. Right. Because if I can't do that with myself, I won't be able to do that with somebody else. So if I'm shooting myself, I will should somebody else. (laughs) Right. Whereas If I am empowering myself, I will be then in a place where I can empower others. And just being in the presence, we've all been in the presence of someone where we walk in and we just feel more empowered, right? So you and I have a coach, his name is Roger. I know I feel like that whenever I'm around Roger. I feel like anything is in the world is possible when I'm around Roger, right? Because that's who Roger is. That's how he leads. He leads by example, and he's very much a soulful leader. And and leading by example in the way of also when they don't know, they don't know. They'll say that. It's like, you know, I don't have the answer. And I'm sure there's somebody that does. So who does? Or where do we go? Or what do we need to do together? There's more of an inclusiveness. It's like we're in this together. We're not alone. And it's coming from the highest possibility. And what I mean by that, it's not coming from oh, this is so hard, or this is so difficult, no one knows how to do this. It's not from a for me, it's from like, wow, fascinating, isn't it, that we get to be born here, now, in this time, 
you know, I, I, one of our other teachers that we have is Daniel and Daniel always says, you know, for every, every obstacle or every challenge on this planet, there was someone who was born specifically to solve that, that has the answer to it. And so each and every one of us is an answer to a problem. Isn't that, I mean, it's just so beautiful. I love that. I really do. It is absolutely beautiful. And when I think about myself from that perspective, uh, you know, like that whole, the old school kind of what I, what, what we're, we're, I feel like we're an antidote for it. What we're the antidote for is that old school, you have to climb a ladder and be something that you're told to be. And where is the soulfulness in that? Like, oh my goodness, no wonder people are, are you know, like they say Monday morning is the number one time for the most heart attacks. Because who wants to be in that? It's not inspiring, it's not empowering, like, ugh. So when I think about it from that perspective of I am, I am here for an absolute reason. Like I am a, an answer to something. I'm a solution to something. And now I can be curious and excited about like, what, what am I here to, to help do and change? And I want to wake up every morning to that, not to some grunge job that I, I was told I needed to do. And the beingness of it. It's like, what if you were already enough? Everyone is listening out there right now. What if you were absolutely already enough? There was nothing to figure out. There was nothing really to do. It was literally just about remembering. Remembering who you are while you're here, your gifts, your strengths, and just absolutely being it. So you you and I have chatted about a butterfly before. So I want to tell you when you when you mentioned that, it brought up the butterfly for me. And a caterpillar doesn't know that it's going to become a butterfly. It is ingrained in its DNA and its job is to just eat, right? Consume, 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 consume. Its job is to just keep eating. And then one day, all of a sudden, it you know, wraps itself up in this cocoon and it doesn't know what's going to happen and it has to completely die. And it melts, it becomes caterpillar soup. And there's something called imaginal cells. And these imaginal cells are actually, the, the caterpillar tries to kill the imaginal cells because it's me, not me, right? <laughs> That's not me. It's me, not me. That's not me. Go kill it, right? And eventually the imaginal cells actually win and caterpillar soup becomes butterfly. And then the butterfly has to fight its way out of its cocoon. All of that said, it sounds like a lot of work. And really, it's just the butterfly owning who it truly is. It's just being present to that. That's who I came in to be. And there's this whole process that happens in order for me to get there. But it didn't have to go get a job and go do this. It just had to be a butterfly. It just had to be a caterpillar. And nature happened right? Nature, you know, the universe is a friendly place. So all of the goodness was there. The plants were there for the caterpillar, the places it needed to be, you know, all of that happened. Yeah. It's the absolute, like what you just said, the divine DNA. 
And that's what we're here in this podcast to help people remember is that there is divine DNA in each and every one of us. That we all have a destiny to be the extraordinary and that there isn't anything to do. It's just literally to remember how to be. It's to remember our butterfly. Remember our butterfly and that each and every one of us has our own unique butterfly that we're meant to be. We're already, you know, each one of us, we're already taken. Be you. Be you. That's your possibility. You know, we, we mentioned last week, like, the possi- what is the possibility of being a soulful leader? It is, it's stepping into that amazing, beautiful calling that you know is out there. You guys know there's more. You know, you're climbing that ladder, you've done all that stuff and you've accomplished and you've done and you've, uh, and it, it's like, there's more. I know there's more. What is that? It's that divine DNA that's calling you. It's your butterfly saying, come on, stop being a caterpillar. <laughs> so my question now is like, how many of you are really feeling that you're in caterpillar soup right now, but you've been a consumer far too long and that. Now, you're not necessarily wanting to, you've got enough, you have enough. What is it that you're meant to stretch your wings and fly about? Like, what is that? I love that question. Yeah, I think that's a great place to to put us on pause for this week and uh, let you all think about that. And And give yourself permission to be, just be, even if it's 10 minutes that you can turn off all the electronics, you can put your feet up and just be, maybe sit outside in nature if it's beautiful out, just allow yourself to be without guilt or shame, shoulda, coulda, woulda, ought Take a walk, do some daydreaming. Yeah, let us know how that goes by all means, you know? Yeah, we would love that. You know what, um, it would be great. Leave us some information, some, 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 you know, some feedback, we would love to hear from you, so. Yeah, and then I guess we will see you all next week because I think that's a great place to, to leave it on that note. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.